0: Podcast, the only poetry podcast, I'm not steeped in pretension. I'm your host, Jake. Um, uh, just got off of work late that again. What is work? Why do we do it as Americans as people? It's foolish at this point, isn't it? Are you out there? Are you out there doing a career you like? Are you out there doing something that you love that fulfills you? I'm not. This does. I'm talking to you, fine folks. This helps. This helps. You hear my cat? There he goes, young boy Elliot, running around the house. He's got the uh, he's got the eleven fifty eight zoomies. Doing a late night style here again, because um, you know, as I am the host of a poetry podcast, I am always reading poetry, looking at poetry, trying to find a poem for you, for you fine folks that are living, working, and dying in America. And I stumbled upon one that I liked a lot. And I usually don't start the poetry podcast, the poetry journey here, by reading a poem. I usually reserve that till the end, but I thought, you know what, tonight, uh, as I do this late night again, why not read you one that that just kind of hit me when I read it? It's by a guy named Don Welch. It's called Shuffling Out Toward Morning. This guy's a Nebraskan poet. And I like this poem a lot, and I want to share it with you right up front. After an hour in the infusion lab, Taxel dripping into her, fighting her cancer. After sitting nauseous next to a man, vomiting into a Pepsi cup, she rose, palming the wall, stooping only to pick up a pen a doctor had dropped. Giving it back to the doctor who had slipped it poorly into his coat. That one hit hard. I like poems like that. Actually after the uh, excursion in ancient Rome with Orvid, which you know, I thought oh, I always call him Orvid Ovid. Uh I thought to myself, Boy oh boy. Let's get a, let's get a, let's get someone who's a little bit more relatable. Let's get someone that Jesus didn't know about. Because when Ovid was writing his poetry, Jesus was walking around in his sandals with his long hair, looking like who? Uh, Jared Leto. And saying, hey, you hear about the new Ovid? And then John or James or Paul or Peter was like, no, Jesus, I haven't. And he's like, well, it's an erotic poem. you know." So that's weird. Like Jesus is out there preaching, let he without sin... Cast the first stone, and Ovid saying, Please let my penis work with this prostitute, you know. So, no matter when you live, there's different kinds of people popping up, that's for sure. You got your Ovid's you got your Ovitzes, and you got your Jesuses. And now, who do we got? Who do we got now? Uh, Poppy Harlow from CNN. Is that that lady's name? Who knows? It is. Um. So hey, hold on, hold on for a second. Then we'll be back, and we'll talk more. We're going to get Don Welch. Not a whole lot about him. because he didn't live in ancient Rome, and he wasn't exiled to Tumis. And these aren't the kind of guys that we remember rightly. So, you know, the cat's just doing all the classic cat things right now. He's jumping. He's leaping. He's finding things on the edge of tables, and he's knocking them off with his little paw. He's saying, "Fuck you, world." Elliot's still awake. Okay, I'll be back. That's the thing, too, Uh, just off the top of my head. We don't know who to like. We don't know who we're supposed to like. Because, you know, I sit here in my house. I don't think about Jared Leto until I just did. Is it Leto? 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 I don't think about that guy too much, you know? And then I popped in my head. And then I remembered I saw a thing where it was like celebs who are major red flags. And I clicked it because that's the internet now. The internet used to just be men, women, nerds on forums complaining about Farscape, the TV show with the Muppets. I'd be in the chat rooms as a kid, 11, 12 years old in the chat room, can barely spell. Didn't like that episode too much, I'd say loved it that was the early early 2000s late 90s you go into chat rooms a room you'd enter it it's virtual Say, hey what's up everybody I'm here who knows there's people there's people that would meet in these chat rooms actually and they'd have cyber sex that was happening. They'd have sex with each other through in, in, in chat rooms. Now What's going on People just hate each other It's all hearts and likes and, dr- and what drives you You know what I mean You're fighting with your aunt You're fighting with your uncle in there The internet used to be a place where you Complained about science fiction television Had virtual sex with people in chat rooms And uh And looked at a hamster dance Now it's somewhere where you say to your uncle Fuck you uncle Fuck you uncle Robert son of a gun. Don't come, don't come to my, don't come to my cousin's wedding. Don't you dare come to your, my cousin's wedding. Your cousin's my daughter. Your cousin's my daughter. I hate Joe Biden. We all hate you, Uncle Robert. That's America right now. Just Uncle Robert out there in his Silverado, windows down, blaring the same Toby Keith song he was playing the last time America felt that it was in danger we'll put a boot in your ass it's the American way remember can you believe you lived through that 2001 on this planet I was in high school you know I had watched Good Morning Vietnam the Robin Williams movie who, who, who Robin Williams, you know Robin Williams, God bless him, national treasure, but uh, my buddy Whip said the other day, you know what I can't stand? I said, what? He goes, Mork and Mindy. I said, can Mork just chill? He's got got so many problems, you know? Mork's such a buffoon. We agreed. We like Becker if we're going to watch late night television sitcoms that still run late in the evening. It's Becker for us, underrated masterpiece. Not work from work. It's too much noise. How'd I get here? How'd I get in this place? Out here on this island with work from work. I don't remember. Something about America. Oh, yeah, it's Uncle Roberts with their Silverados, windows down. We're living in three days after nine eleven. They're showing me Channel One News. We are one. We are one. We are united. There's this great feeling across this country. It's like we're all united. Except for that guy, and that guy, because he's looking at me wrong, and his skin color's not right. And Toby Keith's going to crush a bunch of CDs with a bulldozer. And the lady from the Dixie Chicks, they're saying, get out of here. And she says something about George W. Bush. Whoopi Goldberg says something about George W. Bush. They said, get out of here, Whoopi. Get out of here, Dixie Chicks. It's a post-9-11 world now. We don't have time for your stuff. National, uh, a national fever. People f- Forming, forming a bowman at the mouth. We're entering war. We're going to war. It's all good. It was on TV. It was the first time I saw, like, war on TV, I remember. Sitting in my, in my living room there. As a high schooler, you're looking at uh, night vision. As they're going into Iraq to blow people up. And people are excited about it. Excited about war. You know? They're ready for it. Revenge, it's always it's always so exciting, isn't it? Where do we go sometimes here on What Are Poems? You know, because I said at that point, I had a blog. I was the original Gossip Girl. And I was writing on there, you know. I support the troops of peace and love, you know. No war. Make love, not war. You know, wanting to bring all that whole vibe back. And I had my long hair... I was reading my Kurt Vonnegut books. A war was happening and I was blogging about it. I was saying, this better end. Calling out uh, Chris Ferry in, ho- in homeroom saying, oh yeah, well, you know, here's the numbers. Here's the death numbers, Chris. Are you still so excited about the war? He was. He probably still is. Who knows? I don't know where he's at. I don't know where he's at. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I doubt you are. Let's face it, we were never that close. We were never friends, were we? Chris Ferry. <laughs> I remember, this is a Chris Ferry story. You guys don't know him, but picture this. The football team's all ready to go, all jazzed up, all ready to roll. Big bonfire coming. We're going to beat the opposing team, or whatever. Football teams yell, and Chris Ferry's on top of the barn fire. bonfire. Bonfire, because the bonfire had been burned. and had been burned down by the rival team. So they went and they got actual lumber to build a new bonfire. And football players, being football players, they don't listen to what our poems and don't think about poetry, lay the new lumber on the hot flames. The the hot embers. And Chris Ferry's on top going, We did it! We went and we bought lumber! We're going to beat the opposing team! And the whole thing goes up. And he has to flee like a jackrabbit down the side of it all. Well, let's, let me tell you what I know about Don Welch. Let me tell you about what I know about America. This guy's from Nebraska, okay? He's an award-winning Nebraska poet and longtime English professor at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. He died Saturday uh, in 2016 at his home. He was 84. Welch, who had a bronze sculpture dedicated to him on the campus in 2001, Taught there from 59 to 97. So he's a dedicated man. He was in a place. You ever worked for a place for a while? Not 59 to 97, but you ever worked five, six years in a place? It's like home. People go, you're never getting out of here. I doubt they said that to him at Kearney uh, at Nebraska University. But, you know, if you work at a pizza place, there's always some kid saying, you're never getting out of here. Oh, Jake, you've been here since I got here. And he was a regular contributor to literary magazines. He was the Martin Distinguished Professor of English and Reynolds Chair of Poetry at UNK. His many national honors included the prestigious Pablo Neruto Prize for Poetry, judged by the poet William Stafford. Don Welch was a Nebraska icon and inspired countless students and readers of his poetry to master the English language and to eloquently and creatively express themselves said the chancellor of the school. He was a prominent figure for decades. It is difficult to imagine UNK without him. We salute him for a career and life well lived and express our sympathy to his loved ones. We will miss you, Dr. Welch. In 1988, Welch received the Pratt-Hines Award for Teaching, and in 1999, he received the Board of Trustees of Nebraska State College's Outstanding Teaching Award. So this guy is the teacher man. You know, you're getting the Frank McCourt vibes. Although he officially retired from the English Department in 1997, he continued to teach philosophy until 2008. He published more than 30 books, and more than 300 of his poems appeared in magazines and journals throughout the United States. Examples of his work have been included in many anthologies. Uh, for 13 years, he served as a Nebraska Arts Council Poet-in-Residence in the Nebraska Public Schools Program, Poets in the Schools. Born in Hastings, well spent his early years in Gothenburg and Columbus. He graduated from Carnegie High School Entered a Bachelor's of Art degree from Nebraska State Teachers College in 1954. Early in career, Welsh taught English at Fort Morgan High School in Colorado. So that's like a little bit from his obituary. But, you know, sometimes these poets, we, we try to read the big ones here. We try to get, get in our heads about the big ones. We try to do Poe. We try to do Emily Dickinson. We do the Walt Wit, if we have to do the Walt Wit. But there's, uh, there's poets out there in the cracks, in the cracks of the floor of the literary world, there's these wonderful little poets that seem massive when you read them, if the work's good, right? That's the thing about poetry. Anyone could be writing it. They act like it's in these little halls of academia that you can't reach it, but it's everywhere. Anyone can write a poem. You can write a poem. You should write a poem. If you do, submit it to the What Our Poems podcast at gmail.com and I'll read it right here on What Our Poems. I'm not afraid. Don Welsh wasn't afraid. He's writing poetry. We're going to read like two or three of his poems when we come back. We're going to get wild here. Right? We're taking a hard stance on the Iraq War 25 years later, or whatever it is. What Our Poems is is shifting. It's changing. We're doing these late night episodes, right? Two in a row. Who are we? Who are you? Who are, who am I? You know. Okay, I'll be back. I remember when I was in those sci-fi chat rooms. My mom be like, "Are you are you in that? Are you in a sci-fi chat room right now? Are you in a chat room?" I'd say, "Mom, it's fine." She'd be like, "I don't know. I just saw the news. Chat rooms are not good." I'm like, "I'm in a Farscape chat room." Like, All right. Well, stay in the Farscape one. Stay in the Farscape chat. Stay in the X-Files chat. Stay on sci-fi.com chat rooms. Thanks, Mom. Little do we know that, that like, uh, you know, there could still be danger there. You know, you ever see that show Lex from the 90s? L-E-X-X. It's like a bug ship. There's like a sex slave on there. There's a skull. That's like, what the hell is that, you know? People are in a chat room about that show. Maybe you should be watching out. I was back when Arby's was five for five and the world felt right. Am I right? Okay. Two Don Welch right in a row. We're doing it. We're gonna do it. Let me read a poem from a listener. We're gonna get wild. Here we go. This is at fourteen. To be shy, to lower your eyes after making a greeting, to know wherever you go you'd be called on to fear. Whoever you're near will ask you. To wear the softer sides of the air in rooms filled with angers. Your ship always docked in transparent slips. Whose wharves are sheerer than membranes. I like this guy. I like the palms. Here's another one at the edge of town. Hard to know which is more gnarled. The post he hammers staples into or the blue hummocks which run across his hands like molehills. Work has reduced his wrist to bones cut out of him, the easy flesh, and brought him down to this, the crowbar's teeth. Cut just behind a barb again this morning, the crowbar's neck will make, its blue slip into the wood. There'll be that moment when too much strength will cause the wire to break, but even at seventy, he says he has to have it right and more than right this morning in the pewter light he has the scars to prove it that's from gutter flowers published by logan house in 2005 um it's good he's good he's one of those poets that that no one's uh going on about but one that when you find you can really dig huh with spring in our flesh, the cranes come back, funneling into the north, cold and black. And we go out to them, go out into the town, welcome them with shouts, asking them down. The winter flies away when the crane crosses. It falls into the north, homeward and lost. Let no one call it back when the cranes fly, silver birds, red cap down the long sky. Don Welch is a killer. He's an assassin. He's a Nebraskan poet. Huh? There's poetry everywhere. It's out there. You just gotta seek it out. And that's what we do here in our Poems, right? Hey, you know what? Um, I'll come back with a reader's poem. Then I'm gonna ask you to uh, do me a favor and rate me on Apple Podcasts. Apparently that's a thing I didn't know about. It's been like years we've been doing this poetry podcast. and I'm supposed to be getting rated, guys. I'm supposed to be getting judged. You're supposed to be judging me. Hey, you freak. Here's your stars. Three and a half. That's what I would say. This is. I don't know how many stars you can get. I'd say this is a three and a half star podcast. But give me more if you want to. Okay, I'll be back with a reader poem. Okay, folks, this is uh, one minute from Christina from Chicago. She was uh, rapping a little bit about the uh, about the Muses uh, podcast, talking about how she's into Mary Magdalene right now. How she's digging that uh, digging that story. Uh, From long ago. When we talked about Jesus on today's podcast. So I figured. Hey this is probably a good one. You know to wrap in. Because how often do I mention Jesus. Without mentioning. Timothy Chalamet. So. uh, Here we go. It's called. The Magnified. I raise my hand up. When I hear the word. The Magdalene. The towers this way. And as I walk my field, my colors bloom. A lifting veil reveals a sky of blue. As though she's cast a seed upon the wind ahead of her, I feel each structure rise. My god, my head, the heat, my feet, my heart. The light and lightness shake and blur the lines. When finally arrives the magnified, we sit a softer, darker hour this time. What were the words that broke my heart open? Each story rises higher. We rise too. The seed takes root to flourish high and wide. I am her work, no church, only my life. Hey, Christine, I like that last line. I am her work, no church, only my life. Good. That's Don Welch stuff right there. Don Welch stuff. (sighs) Okay, so we'll be back next week. Submit your own poems to the podcast at whatarepoems No, that's not it. <laughs> Submit your own poems at what poems podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, read some Don Welch. Read some poets that people aren't reading. Seek them out; they're around. And also, what else? Oh yeah, rate me on all the all the apps, will you? Three and a half stars to five stars. Don't rate me at two. Come on, guys. We've been we've been through enough together, to not to not rate me a two. Okay. Late night again, water poems. But till next time, peace and love, peace and love, beef, Jackie.